Hi, this is Ross Gelseth, and thanks for being with us for another session of Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. Today's topic is exciting for me to present to you because I'm going to present content from my book. My book started with the premise of getting coaches sayings to their teams. And so today I've chosen that we would learn from sayings from famous coaches. You'll recognize many of the names. And most of these sayings come from what I call career long coaches. So here we go. I'm going to read their saying or their quote to you. And then I'll give a brief explanation of each. But I think you'll be able to learn a lot from these coaches and their wisdom in helping motivate players and their fellow coaches and everyone else involved in their football program. So here we go. The first is from Paul Bear Bryant, the esteemed coach at the University of Alabama for decades with his houndstooth hat on the sideline. Paul Bear Bryant's quote is this. These are all related to success in winning. Three rules to follow if you want to win. One, surround yourself with people who can't live without football. Two, be able to recognize winners. They come in all forms and shapes. And three, have a plan for everything. So now, based on what Paul just said, so to speak, here's my take on this. First of all, in order to be successful, you've got to surround yourself, you included, with a strong drive and determination. He said you can't live without football. But wherever it is you're chasing to be successful, it's got to be important to you. Second, he said being able to recognize winners, they come in all forms and shapes. In the providence of God and putting together a team, just like height and weight and hair color, all those things are different. The internal workings of people are different. But there's one There's not one set mold, so to speak, for a winner. But surrounding yourself with winners is so important. And they come from diverse backgrounds. They come with diverse gifts. They come with diverse passions. But bring them together to recognize winners. And then his third point is have a plan for everything. That meaning that as the leader, in order to have success, got to plan for success and then work the plan. The next quote comes from Randy Hart, most recently of which coached Stanford University. Randy was a career assistant at several major universities and made an impact on lots and lots of players over the years. Here's what Randy Hart said. Live with a will to win and give the effort to endure. Live with a will to win and give the effort to endure. What's he saying there? First of all, the will to win 
is a mindset. It's a drive. It's a determination. And then give the effort to endure. He's saying effort needs to be sustained. Success doesn't come quickly, doesn't come easy, doesn't come at the snap of a finger. Instead, there's got to be a sustained effort, the effort to endure. The third one comes from, reputably, the finest college basketball coach that ever lived, John Wooden at UCLA. Here's what John Wooden said. Fundamentals, discipline, hard work, selflessness, control. These are the visible elements of the Wooden system. But it also includes picking up the soap from the shower, stacking towels, personal grooming, training table diet, and a concept for character building called the pyramid of success. In other words, John Wooden knew there were many ingredients that go into the mixture for success. He identified fundamentals, discipline, hard work, selflessness, and control. All of those are invaluable and so critical to being successful in life. But he also referenced that things like picking up the soap from the shower, stacking towels, diet, all of those little things are all a part of building an opportunity for success. John Wooden from UCLA. The next one comes from a career long, one of the nation's most high school, most successful high school football coach, Jerry Faust, who came, went on to become the head coach at the University of Notre Dame. Here's what Jerry Faust sent to me for my book about success. The wins on the scoreboard keep your job, but the real wins are the hearts of the students you are coaching and leading. They who become winners in life are the real wins. They who become winners in life are the real words, the real wins. In other words, Jerry Faust is saying that the lasting impact of coaches and the lasting impact of being around success is such that the person themselves becomes successful because they get in they, the impact and the influence of being in a successful environment and being coached and learning is what transfers itself into the person becoming a winner. So it's no longer just the win on the scoreboard, it's the wins in life. Another came to me from Ben Newman, who is a highly regarded personal performance coach who also works for team performance. Teams like the University of Alabama, Kansas State University, and North Dakota State University. And this is what Ben Newman says about success. Your success is not just about changing your habits, but also about changing the way you think. Your success is not just about changing your habits, but also about changing the way you think. So if you're in a situation where you've been maintaining, you've been status quo, you've been flattened out, so to speak, and you're not 
sensing improvement, you're not sensing increased achievement, Ben Newman would suggest to you that you need to change the way you think. In order to get increased success, changing how you think becomes important to the process. He's saying that changing your habits is important, but changing the way you think is of vital importance. Oval Janes, who was a career-long coach and coached at Wake Forest University, used four words that he sent to me from my book when it came to success. Here they are. Four words. Play hard, play smart. In telling this to his team, Oval Janes was simply saying, in order to be successful, you've got to play hard, but you've also got to play smart. I've heard people say, play with your heart, but also play with your mind. In other words, your spirit and your mental, your psyche are the same. You've got to have both going. Play hard, play smart. Vince Lombardi, this is one of his long-lasting statements about success. Some Some guys play with their heads. That's okay. You've got to be smart to be number one in any business. But more important, you've got to play with your heart, with every fiber of your body. If you're lucky enough to find a guy with a lot of head and a lot of heart, he's never going to come off the field second. Vince Lombardi, Green Bay Packers. Now, let's pause. Through the first several sayings I've given you, I think you're starting to see consistency, or at least I am. There's a thread, so to speak. The combination of physical effort along with strong, positive thinking, playing with your mind, so to speak, having your mind engaged, your body engaged, your spirit engaged, are all of vital importance. One or the other will get some success, but together, the heart and the mind equates to significant success. Here's another from Jeff Monken, head coach at the at Army. The biggest threat to success is complacency. The biggest threat to success is complacency. When I was at North Dakota State University, Don Morton was our head coach, and we won several conference championships in a row and had opportunity to play for national championships and won one when I was there, competed for others. But he would talk about a success pattern. Jeff Monken is saying that the threat to success is complacency. In other words, once we have success, if we get complacency, if we take it for granted, if we stop doing little things well, we get complacent. We just kind of assume that success is going to continue. False. The biggest threat to success is complacency. Here's one that I got personally from Johnny Majors. 
who was the head coach at four different universities, the last of which was at the University of Tennessee, won the national championship at the University of Pittsburgh. Johnny stood in front of me when I talked to him about success, and he said, Ross, let me give you one of my favorites. He said, I used this at all four universities when I got there because all four university football programs had been losing before I became the head coach. Here's what he told his players and everyone else associated with the program. We will never learn to lose. We will practice to win. We will think like winners. We will act like winners. We will dress like winners. And someday we will eventually win. And after he said that to me, he paused. He looked at me and he said, and Ross, you know, we won all four places. So what's he saying? First of all, never practice, never give credence to losing. Never accept that as your final chapter. But instead, practice to win. Do the things that are going to make you successful. Start with thinking like winners, acting like winners, behaving like a winner. So important. Dress like winners. Look sharp. Feel good about yourself. Give yourself a chance to make a great impression. You look great. You're prepared well. You expect you're going to do well. Sloppy, don't care type of what you look like. Pretty difficult to say that's going to bring success. And then his promise, someday we'll eventually win. It's interesting that word someday. Johnny Mayer just did not put a calendar date on it because he knew it would take time. Success happens over time. Someday we will eventually win. Johnny Majors, University of Tennessee. Mike Dernan was an assistant football coach of mine at the University of Puget Sound, and he finished his coaching career at the University of Dubuque in Iowa. He used a statement that I think is so applicable for success for all of us. It was simply this, be 1-0 every day in every way. Be 1-0 every day in every way. He's simply saying that make the most of every day in every way. And at the end of the day, count it a win. Be 1-0. In other words, don't settle for an 0-1 day when you look at it and say, oh gosh, I lost today. Instead, make it a 1-0 day every day. Casey Johnson, head football coach at Adna High School in Washington. When I asked him for a quote about success, he gave me something relative to losing. Because either we think like a winner or we think like someone who's losing. Here's what he said. Throw away the word lose. We will either get beat by a better team or we'll beat ourselves but we will never be losers. So we might get beat by a better team or we might cause our own loss, but we're not going to accept ourselves as losers. And Casey Johnson has had a very successful program 
at Adna High School for almost two decades. So this has served him well. Another one on success from Mike Roberts, longtime head football coach at Franklin Pierce High School, coached for me at the University of Puget Sound. This is what Mike sent me regarding success. If it is going to be, it is up to me. If it's going to be, it is up to me. In other words, take on the responsibility, accept the responsibility. If you want to change the outcome, change it. Take responsibility for it. Assume accountability. Accept the opportunity. But realize and recognize it's up to you to make a difference. In today's challenges that we're living in relative to the coronavirus and now the most recent tragedy in Minneapolis, when we look at America, how do we change America? We each can assume responsibility for doing what we can. Mike Roberts, if it is going to be, it is up to me. Here's another from Jim Wacker and Tom Mueller, who coached together at several universities, last of which was Texas Christian University. At TCU, they had significant success. And this is a success statement that's also used by Sid Otten at Tumwater High School, who career winning as coach in the state of Washington. Here's what they said. Do your best, don't sweat the rest, and winning will take care of itself. In other words, winning is a byproduct of doing your best, not being worried about the rest. Just do your best, and winning will take care of itself. I've used a similar statement, and mine was, do your best and let God do the rest. Here's a mindset statement on success from Tyler Jelseth, my son, who played at Life Christian Academy and also at Idaho State University. And if you think about a football season, everybody has a guaranteed regular season of 10, 11, 12 games, whatever it is. But it's the postseason games. So here's what Tyler said. The games to remember are played in November. Yes, teams play in August, September, October. But the big games, the playoff games, the postseason games, the drive for a championship, those are November and December games. The games to remember are played in November. A couple more statements from John Makovic, who coached at several universities, also in the NFL. Success is a journey, not a destination. Do you think of success as when I get there, where is there? Instead, John Makovic maintains that success is a journey. In other words, you make progress on the journey. And along the journey, you experience success. You don't all of a sudden just get there and say, oh, now I'm successful. Success is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy the journey and see it as a journey. 
Bob Lucy, head football coach at Curtis High School in University Place, Washington. Here's his statement, so powerful. Nothing grows on the mountaintops. Everything grows in the valleys. What's Coach Lucy saying there? Everything grows in the valleys. In other words, when times are tough, when it's difficult, that's when there's opportunity for growth. Nothing grows on the mountaintops. Nobody just lands on a mountaintop. Instead, you grow through the valleys of life. And the growing through the valleys lends itself towards mountaintop experiences. But relish the opportunities in the valley. Sometimes we look at life and, oh, woe is me and it's so difficult and it's so tough and I'm getting a raw deal. The reality is you or I are in a valley. We'll see the valley as an opportunity for growth. Everything grows in the valleys. Two more. Lou Holtz, University of Notre Dame. When with three things, three items, fundamentals, character, and loving one another. Fundamentals, do the little things well to win. Solid character amongst your teammates, your team members. Recruit character, shape character, teach character, model character, and then love one another. The best teams are teams that are woven together and they're woven together with a feeling called love. They love one another. They enjoy being together. They enjoy and they relish that together they can accomplish more. So Lou Holtz, win with three items, fundamentals, character, and loving one another. And the last one, Era Parsegian, also University of Notre Dame, national championship winner, career-long coach. Era said this about success. The great teams, because of pride, coaching, and loyalty, are never broken, even in losing efforts. Let me give you an example of this. In a college football season, and in life, there are many opportunities. In a football season, there are typically 11, 12, 13 games, 14 games, depending on how far a team gets. Because of pride, coaching, and loyalty, those teams are not broken along the journey called the season. So they might be, let's take this example. They might win their first six games and they have pride and they're being well coached and they're loyal. And all of a sudden something happens in game seven and they lose. But what does that loss do to them? It does not derail them. They're not broken because of the loss. They lost a game, but they didn't lose their season. And because they have pride, because they're being well coached, and they accept coaching, and because of their loyalty to one another and to the program, they're not broken. So they sustain and they pick back up and start winning again. The same is true sometimes is uh, remarkable. 
You can start out doing something in life, and at first you do not succeed. But the old analogy of try, try again, unfortunately, too many people, when they don't have instant success, they don't get instant gratification, and they quit without giving themselves an opportunity to achieve success. They quit on themselves, so to speak. They give up on their dream. I've coached for a long time. And sometimes I've had teams that lost the first game of the year, lost the first two games of the year, lost the first three games of the year. But because of pride, consistent coaching, and loyalty, those teams were not broken. They lost games, but the team was not broken. And all of a sudden, there's a turnaround. And the team starts winning. And because of pride, coaching, and loyalty, they keep winning. And instead of finishing the season with a losing record, they finish the season with a winning record. So that's Era Parsegian's advice. Great teams, because of pride, coaching, and loyalty, are never broken, even in losing efforts. You are never broken in your personal journey. There might be an obstacle. There may be challenges. There may be setbacks, but don't let them break you. So each of these sayings are a function of how we define success, what success is and what success is not. So if you define success from your perspective, I would ask you, have you achieved the success that you have sought after? What goal would you love to accomplish that you have not yet been able to reach or attain? Within these dynamics of looking at success, I hope you've learned some things today from these sayings from some of the best coaches in the world people that have poured into their teams for a long, long time. All of these coaches were career-long coaches. They encountered winning and losing, celebration and setback. They separated it all out. And so I hope today's session is helpful to you to better understand how to see success and what it is, what it is not, what it takes, and how you continue to pursue that journey. Not the destination, but the journey. Thanks for being with us on Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. We look forward to being with you again next week for another topic from Winning Words.